Okay. So continuing our discussion, the Rebbe questions, but why is it that every person does not merit to love God from the inner depth of his heart, as we've been discussing? Because, the Rebbe says, that this faculty is in a state of exile. This is the exile of the divine presence. Because just as there is the global divine presence of God, there's also the divine presence, which is the spark of God inside your soul. And our sages say, when the Jewish people were exiled to Babylon, the divine presence went with them. So this also applies on a personal level. When a Jew acts in a manner of Babylon, when a Jew acts by investing self in the mundane, in the worldly desires, well, I put my soul and that spark in exile. So it's as if my heart is now covered over, as if there's a foreskin around my heart. As it says, we're supposed to circumcise the foreskin of our heart. This circumcision means redemption caused by personal repentance. So as we're told that when the Jewish people repent, immediately they'll be redeemed. So this is personal repentance that leads to redeeming the spark of the divine presence within me and ultimately the cosmic divine presence of God. Now, in circumcision, if you were taking a baby at day eight, there's two stages. There's circumcision. And then, which is, of course, of the coarse foreskin, And then there's the uncovering of the thin membrane that also has to be uncovered for the circumcision to be completely correct and kosher. So with us in our heart, we also have the coarse foreskin that we have to remove. And we have that thin membrane, the more subtle desires that we also have to remove. And we have to remove both because if someone performs circumcision, but didn't uncover that thin membrane, it's as if the person's not circumcised. But we are not assuming that we can do both ourselves. Our responsibility is to circumcise our heart, to remove the coarse foreskin, the coarse desires. God will take care of that final stage of peeling back the thin membrane, the more subtle desires encasing our heart. The person has to come to this point because when that happens, we're truly going to understand that God is our life. When all the other stuff is removed, we'll know the truth. God's our life. And we'll love God as we love life. Not as something extra, not as something separate, but as my very being. And therefore, at this point, my love of God completely transcends my intellect. It's not coming from my meditation on his greatness. It's my life coming from him which connects to what we're told that the Messiah will come when the Jewish people are in a state of hesach hadas, beyond das. Das is the third faculty of intellect, that faculty we call connectivity. So why are we told from this perspective that the Messiah will come when we're beyond the state of connectivity, intellect, das? Because this is not an intellectual experience. It's an experience that transcends your intellect when your love of God is so true. The awareness of God and that he's your very life, this is not intellect. This is you being expressed in this love. And this love is going to free both the divine presence within yourself, within your soul, and the universal, the cosmic divine presence as well. 
So this will be the Messiah. But now we can also experience this to a certain degree during prayer. Because during that prayer, we can also circumcise to a certain degree the foreskin, the coarse desires around our heart. And when those coarse desires are removed, our soul can have a very passionate connection to God. Our soul can at that point also feel, and we will feel, that God is our life. And therefore, at this point, we're also at this point of beyond the connectivity intellect does, because this has nothing to do with intellect. This is transcending intellect. This is actually a gift from God. When we work, God responds sometimes with this gift of us feeling so strongly his presence in our life. 